Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Tani G. I'm your host, Tani G. Pikriyabas Treasury, Season 2 of the PAL, Chapter 2, Paragraph 11, Parak Bet. Mishnah Yudal, if questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at maximum, T-E-E at yahoo.com. We met Rabbi Yochanan Menzaka's five students yesterday. Let's see what the praises that he heaped upon them today were. Hu He used to enumerate their praises. Rabbi Lezer ben Horkanes, Bor Sud She'enam Abetipa. This rabbi is like a cemented cistern that loses not a drop. Rabbi Yeshua ben Hananya Ashrei Yolatito. Rabbi Yeshua ben Hananya, praiseworthy is she who bore him. Rabbi Yossi HaKohen Chassid. Rabbi Yossi the Kohen is a scrupulously pious person. Rabbi Shimon ben Nisanel Yerechet. Rabbi Shimon ben Nisanel fears sins. Rabbi Elazar ben Arach, Kema'ayan HaMisgaber. Rabbi Elazar ben Arach is like a spring flowing stronger and stronger. So each student had a specific praise that was given to him by Rabbi Yochan Mezakeh. So let's look at each praise, see what we can learn a little more about each praise, focusing on the comments a little more today rather than the bottom of the page stories. Only Rabbi Yochan Mezakeh would speak of the students' praises. They themselves would never do so. From Medrash generally one should not speak excessively about another person, even to praise him, since it may arouse his own jealousy or bring him to speak disparagingly of the other. However, parents and teachers are not jealous of their children or students. See Sanhedrin 105b. And therefore, Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakeh was permitted to praise his students, Maganavos. He enumerated their virtues in order to inspire his other students to emulate them. None of these praises is a God-given gift. Even Rabbi Elezer's flawless memory was the product of incessant review from Maharam Shik. Let's go down to the next one, a cemented system that loses not a drop is Rav Yehazar ben Hurkanis. In many early texts of the mission, Rav Yehazar did not append the title rabbi to the names of his disciples. As their teacher, he did not use the title from Rashi and Midrash Shmuel. In Mishnah times, water was stirred in cisterns dug into the earth, which served as family reservoirs. In order to keep the water clean and prevent it from being absorbed into the ground, the cisterns were cemented. Rav Yehazar ben Hurkanis is compared to a cemented cistern because of his flawless capacity to remember all he had learned. He never forgot anything, not even a drop. From Rashi and Rav and Rav. Let's move over to Rabbi Yeshua ben Hanania. Praiseworthy Yeshua bore him. Rabbi Yeshua ben Hanania was of such sterling character that people envied his mother for having borne such a child. His combination of encyclopedic knowledge, practical intelligence, and influence in the halls of government, Sitana 7a, made him respected and beloved by his contemporaries and a source of pride to his mother. We should all do things that make our mothers and our fathers and everybody, including Hashem himself, of course, the one and only person that's thing, not person, the one and only source that is the most worthy to make have Nachat Ruach and to make a Kiddush Hashem for. We should try to do things that make everyone around us pr- proud of us and happy that when they know us. Rav Yossi the Kohen is a scrupulously pious person. One who goes beyond the letter of the law is deemed scrupulously righteous. Yossi the Kohen did not seek to observe only the minimum. He was scrupulously pious. From Rav and Rav Yonah, according to Rambam and Meiri, the term chassid indicates one who is a model of ethical and moral perfection. Tosvas Yom Tov, at the end of Sada, cites two definitions of chassid, one who performs all his activities even mundane ones for the sake of heaven, channeling all his actions into his service of God, and also one 
when a spirit of compromise forgoes money and entitlements in business. Rabbi Shimon ben Asano fears sin. Rabbi Shimon would adopt stringencies in his personal behavior, avoiding even things that were permitted out of fear of transgression, according to Rav. Since simple fear of sin can be achieved by ignorant people, C26, it would seem to be rather a faint praise to say that Shimon ben Asano was one who fears sin. Rav and Meiri, according to Rambam, the term Yerei Chait indicates alacrity, the active and energetic pursuit of the proper path and restraining, refraining from any type of negative behavior. Magad Aos interprets these words in past tense, explaining that Rav Shimon was always fearful that people, that perhaps he had sinned in the past, excuse me, inedible memory at the bottom. Many people would attend the lectures of Aaron Cutler, even if they understood little. The experience of witnessing his excitement and fire was moving and exhilarating, and it left an impact that even if one could not follow the shear. The Torah commands us to bring small children to the temple in fulfillment of the mitzvah of Hakel. See, Devarim, for even they who do not understand a word would be deeply affected by what they see and hear from Aloha Omer. There was a Tana whose mother would bring him even in the cradle, even as a tiny, tiny, tiny baby to the shear, to the base matter, so that he would be impacted by the sounds around him. So just having a Torah home of the music and the shiurim and whatnot can influence a baby as it's being developed and a little kid as they're little, little, little and growing up. The cousins from Magid states that it was not the punishment for the sin that made Rav Shimon fearful. It was the sin itself. He suffered extreme consternation at the thought that he might have upset his father in heaven and, be, and beclouded the purity of his soul. Such thoughts caused him to recoil from sin as one recoils from a snake. And Rav Shmuel Alter renders Chayda's deficiency. Rav Shimon always feared that even his good actions were incomplete, both in quality and quantity. And Rav Elizabeth ben Arach, like a spring flung stronger and stronger, while with his penetrating mind and broad understanding, Rav Elizabeth ben Arach was able to formulate new ideas and interpretations in Torah. Unlike Rav Elizabeth ben who repeated only what he had been taught from Dorish Leprakim, Rav Elizabeth applied creative thinking to his learning from Rav Ravion. Raviona, and the intensity of a spring diminishes as its waters move outward. Therefore, a spring which grows constantly stronger is a supernatural phenomenon. Elizabeth Arach possessed such rare intellectual ability. Her Medjushmol and Rambam sees an additional meaning in the metaphor of the spring. In order to partake of well water, one must drop a bucket deep into the well, while spring water is more easily accessible. Similarly, Rabbi Elizabeth Arach was easily able to comprehend deep issues, and Meiri adds that words of Torah wisdom poured out of him in torrents like a rushing stream. So we learn one thing about each student of Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, and we should try to emulate what we can. We should try to remember that which we learn, try not to lose even a drop of that we learn. So if you hear a share, you hear of a good lecture, try to write down the main points, try to take notes, even if it's short bullets of what you learn, so that you can remember it for the future. We should also try to do what we can to make praiseworthy to our parents, to make our parents have nachat ruach, nachat from us, and of course Hashem himself, so that he can be happy and see the Kiddush Hashem that we try to do, hopefully, 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 that we are trying to do every day. We should try to be scrupulously pious, go above and beyond what the letter of the law says, to go even higher than what the little is asked for us in the commandment, not little, but what the bare minimum is, go above that and try to do better than that. If you have a menorah, don't just get the basic type. Try to do a little more, a little more, a little more. Try to be scrupulously pious, a chassid in aspects that you can and try to fear sin. We shouldn't just fear retribution, but we should love Hashem so much that we don't even think about the fear of the sin. We think about disappointing the one who loves us and it'll be a higher level. And we should try to be like a string spring blowing stronger and stronger. The more days we're given, the more years we're given, we should build on the past and the past. Try to build towards the future, doing more things and more things with our talents and abilities 
to make Hashem proud of us, to make a Kiddush Hashem, and to make good things happen in the world. Join us next time as we move over to paragraph 12, and we see about balancing a pan of many sages versus one other sage, and what we can learn from that here on the P-A-L with Tani G. And I'm your host, Tani G.